I'm Dan, and this is episode 147. <laughs> How'd we do it? I think we nailed it. I think we did. It sounded we pretty good it. to me. Yeah. Hey, How do you like that, Dan? Yeah. There's a little project for you. Edit that. <laughs> hey, that's what he gets. So as you guys heard... Or did or did not hear? Didn't hear. I say? Yeah. <laughs> Dan is not here with us, so uh, we're gonna pretty much just kind of screw off and do everything we can to make his life miserable. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, how can we know. make the edit hard? Ma- maybe we can say what we did this week all at the same time, all three of us. Yes. <laughs> yeah, there we <laughs> three, go. Three, two, one, <laughs> go. <laughs> no, Dan's. He's on a, like a little. Uh, a little multi-rotor vacation, I think. Ah, oh, I know. Not sure how said, I feel about you that. You said the word that shall not be mentioned, dude. I know. I know. Hmm. Well, whatever. I'm gonna do my best not to dwell on it or hold it again. Well, actually, I, I yeah, we're gonna. Yeah, yeah, we're I was gonna say, who are you kidding, dude? You will absolutely dwell on it and hold it against him <laughs> yes, publicly. Okay. That's that's fair. So let's uh, let's move on from that, Jesse. I want to know what Jesse has done this week. Man, you know this is this is great. I was hoping you would let me go first because we really we need to start off on a high point, right? And Uh-oh. and this I week, sent some flying. Yeah, this week I am definitely I'm not taking a no fly card. This week I'm the one handing out the no fly card. Damn guys. it. <laughs> Yeah, here, let me, hold on, let me get a pen, let me start writing Justin's name on one of these, there's... <laughs> but you, no, yeah, so, uh, you, you can't have gotten in a lot, because I said so. Oh, I, oh, I can't? No, really? if I'm taking a no-fly card, you're below 20. Oh, yeah, I, it's, <laughs> this isn't last week, I, I am below 20, um, so last weekend, I did not, uh, let's see, so we recorded last Friday, I got in 20 flights last Friday, but after the show, I did not get out uh, Saturday or Sunday last weekend, but when this Friday rolls around, I did get the opportunity to make it out to the field today, and I got in 12 flights. So uh, Now you're speaking my language, that's the kind of numbers I'm used to. Well, wait <laughs> for for us what? mere mortals. You're you. I'm. I thought you were used to no flights. <laughs> oh, dude, <laughs> man, you. Wait, why what are is, you kicking me wait, while just, I'm down Justin, here? This is a good math question. Zero times what equals twelve? <laughs> <laughs> Screw you. <Yeah. laughs> uh, no, so. 
I mean, not a huge deal. I didn't, I didn't have the opportunity. I don't know about, about for you guys, but I know for Nick, we you know live pretty close. It rained all stinking week here. So I was getting pretty oh, nervous. Man, um, I was getting pretty nervous at work all week going, man, this weather better break. Um, we got, <laughs> we got a lot of rain, uh, on Wednesday and it rained most of the day Thursday. And luckily when I got up this morning, absolutely beautiful weather i think it i think it hit like 71 72 here which for me i'll take it that is absolutely perfect um for flying so got out pretty early this morning went to the field and fairly even got in uh six flights on the 7hv and six flights on the n7 now believe it or not i've been <laughs> i've kind of been evaluating you know which helis and stuff i've been flying over the past couple weeks and 99% of my flights have been on 700 size machines. <laughs> the way it should be. It, wow. You know, I, I agree. It's been, it has the been quite a ones are just for realizing that you made the wrong purchase. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that is actually, wow. That one came out, didn't it? That Send one the hate did. mail to me. And we'll talk more boring. in my section of status. Wow. No, I, I do still enjoy flying the warp and the six HV. Um, I I fly the warp. You know, if I were to tally up all my flights for this year and look and break it down into which heli has, you know, X amount of flights on it, the warp has more flights than the six HV. So it is a heli that I enjoy flying. But today it was kind of one of those. You know, I don't I don't know about you guys, but for me, the further into this hobby I get, it seems the more stuff I feel necessary to bring to the field with me. So. All of a sudden, you know, it's, it starts out, you got charging cases, generators, field boxes, laptops, cam. I mean, pretty soon it's it's a job to pack the truck just to go to the field um, on a daily basis. And so this morning, I just didn't feel like dealing with any of that. It was, you know, I want to get out there, enjoy this time, get a nice early start and go get in my 10 to 12 flights, call it a day, come home and get something else done. And so I, you know, I just threw in the six eight or the seven HV and the N seven. Those were the only two um, helicopters that I even brought to the field with me today. Now I guess you know, the, looking at this from the other perspective, it's kind of like you have four helis. Why don't you bring them all? Because let's say the first two flights of the day, I drive those things in. That could get me into some trouble. But I, I guess Dude, if you drive two in the first two flights should, of the day, you you go need home. to yeah that's yeah. <laughs> Yeah, someone's trying to tell you something, dude. There ain't just, no nothing that one out, dude. Away. You just, yeah. you know? Yeah, first. You gotta know when to hold them. <laughs> know when <laughs> to hold them. <laughs> Drive in two. Yeah, that, that means don't fly your other ones because there's probably a pattern here. No, but seriously, though, dude, I, I'm with you, Jesse. I When I do fly, I'm mm-hmm. going to preempt this one because I know there would be jokes coming if I let it go. When I do fly... I rarely bring out all of my helis because it's just, oh, it's just it's so a pain fun. in the butt. And that's oh, really where horrible. nitro shines, because yeah. if you've got, you, you know, you throw a gallon or two of nitro in the back of the car, a starter, a transmitter and two or three receiver packs. And you're good for the entire freaking day or or one receiver pack in my or, case on the N7 right, or one three pound <laughs> receiver pack. <laughs> No, it's it's awesome. It really is because I don't have to charge that thing all day. Yeah, I yeah, know. That, 
that really was, I mean, when I was hearing about it in the review, you're going like, oh my gosh, 3,000 milliamp, are you kidding four, me? Four, dude, 4,000. Four, oh man, okay, even worse. But no, then even when you better. look at, like, the weight, <laughs> well, because normally that's going to equal, That's going to put know, you over the top. A heavy helicopter. But if it doesn't make it heavier than normal, then it's an added bonus. Yep. Yeah, I'm yeah not, then I'm all not. you have to deal with is people ridiculing you for having what looks like a 6S flight pack strapped to the front of your heli. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. So, yeah, I did not, you know, did not throw everything in today. And honestly, looking, you know, taking a step back from this whole situation, I got to say, Nick, this is what makes that freaking trailer so dang appealing because <laughs> you don't even unhook that thing and not nope. only do you have all your helis you have everything like hobby related that you could possibly want yeah but wait hold on i got questions about that because i've never towed a trailer before i just don't have experience with it it looks pretty straightforward but honestly nick i mean you're obviously not driving around town to the grocery store with that on the back of your truck. And and yes, during the week, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, I'm yeah of course dude, that I way, am, dude. I have a Seriously? place to put all my groceries. No, and that's, so, that's the advantage to getting a properly sized one. Well, but, but hold on here. I mean, you still have to hook it up, right? And then, No, I never. Well, okay, let's just say normally you do have to hook it up. Okay, okay. You, because you have a commuter car which not yeah. everyone's going to be able to afford to maintain a truck capable of pulling one of these and a commuter car. Okay. Right. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Um, so you usually basically just leave your truck hooked up during the week because you're driving to and from places with your commuter car. But if, if it, if your truck was your only vehicle, you're going to have mm-hmm. to hitch and unhitch. Right. And then yep. you gotta you you drive at least somewhat differently because you gotta be aware of what that thing is doing no. hanging off the nah. back of the truck, right? None, not no, not in that ten small. miles, not a ten foot, and going for, you know the speed limits that we see between Nick's house and the field. There's none. No, a ten foot trailer on a on a quad cab truck, you don't even notice. See, I would just be afraid it's like, you know, like you were talking about, Jesse, you don't like bringing all that stuff out to the field. I'm the same way, whether I'm deciding to go to the field for an hour or an entire day, I don't look forward to the mental aspect oh, of goodness. I got to pack everything. Okay, now, does but is see, it all going to fit? Have... Did I bring everything I need? Oh, wait, what if this goes wrong? Do mm-hmm. I have this? I don't have any of that, though. I mean, I, I really don't. Because well, yeah, I because just, you got a trailer with everything. You get to like a mobile hobby shop. Yeah, that, that's what I was going to say. So building that trailer, and this, you know, this might not be something that, I don't know if you've hit on this or not, but building that trailer allowed you, you regained square footage in your house. You moved, essentially you moved a hobby shop or a workstation out of your house and into a mobile yeah. trailer. And that was not, like, that was not the plan. I'll be, I, I did not expect to, you know, I originally I was going to go for a five by eight because it was uh, cheaper and I knew that, uh, you know, albeit a little bit tight, I could get everything that I needed and a place to sleep for a fun fly. Like that was the whole purpose of the trailer was to quit dragging around my 24 foot travel trailer, you know, How'd that work five for and you? six hours <laughs> yeah, <so. laughs> yeah. <laughs> to a fun fly, you know. And, and not have to burn that fuel, 
and then you know put wear and tear on uh, on my family's travel trailer. Mm-hmm. So that was, I found the good deal on the six by ten, and I really thought that oh, it will just be extra room, but it kind of goes to show that if you're really efficient with the way that you build it, yeah, I mean I do. I do not use my uh, you know the basement in my house anymore whatsoever. I have a couple of helis hanging on the wall um, down there, but I just I don't use it. And the ability to sit out there, I built a real nice little slide out tray with like a little nut and bolt organizer mm-hmm. that lays down and it's screwed down there. So when I work on stuff, I'll just take the airframe, set it up there, and if I'm tearing it apart. I'll set all the nuts and bolts in that little tray system there mm-hmm. rather than just on the bench randomly. And, uh, you know, the larger pieces, I keep a spare Rubbermaid drawer empty just for that. And if I, you know, tearing something apart, I quit at 1 o'clock in the morning and I walk out the next day and it's like, oh, I just want to go fly. I throw the pieces in the Rubbermaid drawer, <laughs> set the airframe on the floor, slap a bungee around it, uh, and go hammer man. down. And yeah, see, it's... And there's no pickup. I I mean, my transmitter is still hanging in the same spot. There's, I I get out to the field, and I literally, I open the side door, I grab the extension cord hanging up, Mm -hmm. I plug it into the front of the trailer, and I drag it out to the front of my truck, which is where I set the generator just to keep the noise down, and I fire the whole trailer up with the generator. Does your generator 100% live in your trailer? No, uh, no, it actually lives in the bed of the truck under the tunnel cover. Oh, okay. Only because uh, it's a cheap generator and it smells like gas. Oh, gotcha. Like it would, because I use the trailer as a hobby shop yep. all the time, uh, I just opt to leave the, you know, leave it in there. It would be easier because then I wouldn't have to lift it up and in and out of the yeah. truck. It would just be down lower. Yep. Not a big deal, though. Man, that's... See, you know why, you know why I shouldn't get one of these trailers because i think can't pull it well for one my scion cannot pull it that is <laughs> his organizational true. skills couldn't my organization like it couldn't handle me is really what it comes no, down it to because i would i would get it so messy that i would end up having to leave it in my driveway and buy another trailer yeah <laughs> that's I, I, not I'm, a joke i'm serious no, dude you are rivaling Dan. Oh, man. Oh, Dan cannot handle this. Or Dan's Jesse, like, I sent Nick a picture of my garage. Oh, man. N- oh, Nick dude. was like, I, I was like, dude, right now, organization is a priority. I got to get shit done. He's like, I don't know how you get shit done. I would freaking stroke out. Like, that would be, <laughs> yeah. I, I'd be dead. I'd walk in there, I'd be like shut the on door, the floor, frothing at the mouth, shaking. <laughs> it was embarrassing. What do you oh, mean it was man. embarrassing? Nick's For like, me as a friend, it's, it's to not have even that. My, my garage. Yeah. Nick's like, I was embarrassed. Just uh, <laughs> yeah, I was embarrassed for you. <laughs> oh. No, that's I got it. Yeah, it's like once I. <laughs> so my master plan is, you know, once I graduate and get a real job, the trailer is definitely quite a way. You know, one or two on the soon to purchase list. So you have you've I, definitely sold me on the trailer. It's well. Well worth it. If you can maintain organization, uh, you know. I don't really have, I don't have huge issues with that, like Justin or Dan. No. That's. But I, I think it's worth it. It keeps the wife happy. You know what I mean? Because it's, it's all out in there. Yeah. Kind of out of sight, out of mind. Which, you know, that'll be something I have to consider in a year. 
Yeah, you will have a wife <laughs> very soon, dude. Yeah. So. And you could, the other cool part, you don't get in trouble for like grinding on something late in the house. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I have. I do yeah. it anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I know you. She actually so, asked okay, me. So, oh yeah, so on ask, the phone. Ask it, Nick, what? What did? I... <laughs> yeah, he goes. We're on the okay. phone late. I, it was I got like a question one in for the morning. You. It's one yeah, of these. Weekdays. I got a question for you. Okay, what's your question? Do you think it would be offensive to start up an angle grinder right now? Oh jeez. Like, <laughs> no. Okay. Uh-uh. Highly offensive. Nick, th- this reminds uh, me of a okay. of a story. Remember when we were building the N5C, redoing the motor, and it it, it had to be like two <laughs> o'clock in the morning in your basement, yeah. and we're both going, "Hmm, this you know we have a freshly rebuilt motor here. Neither of us know if this thing's gonna run, and I don't know if I can sleep tonight without knowing if this thing's gonna start or not." And my wife oh, was at dude. home. <laughs> my wife was at home. Oh. Why didn't you just go outside? Ah, because it was two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, we, who cares? He had the experience. So, we fired it up in the basement. And we're like, "Woo, rain, rain, rain!" Oh man, <laughs> it, was, it was like oh. this haze, and your eyes started it starts burning. watering. Yeah, it was great. But we were loving it. Yeah, <laughs> that right there is diehard. Yeah. <laughs> so, I think other than so, that, you know. Just, just note again. Um, I got in twelve flights this week, and that yep. brings so where are you, Jesse? At? Thank you yeah, for just, that note. <laughs> that I'm going to write you a twelve flight card. Thank you, Justin. I'm going to write you a no flight card. Actually, Thank I already you. have it for the Thanks. next where, couple weeks. Too. Where are you at total now? I'm at three ninety seven. God, you know I. Yeah, and that Nick, I'm actually ground. You know, Nick, I'm happy. No, I am. Nick, I'm happy no? that you said that because I get a text from Nick about midweek and he says where are you at flight wise and you know i say i think i said what 385 386 yep and you and then i said hey nick where are you at flight wise you want to know all he writes back to me is trying to catch up Uh, (laughs) (laughs) he he wouldn't even tell me his flight count oh no i was that's weak nick he wouldn't even tell me yeah i was Putting in an honest... Okay, so are you done? And then I'll go. Yeah, I'm, I'll that, that's it. it. That's my week. Yep. So my goal, I actually got some some good flying in last Sunday. Got, uh, you know, both Raptors are up and flying now. Um, Let's see. So I flew on Sunday. I got in a fair amount on Sunday. And then my goal through this week was I'm going to try and put in four flights at lunch every single oh. day. Yeah, I I found out some more tuning information uh, on the icon that I wanted to try. So I figured, you know, okay, I'm going to hammer out. And that's why I asked you that because I was, it was a genuine, like, all right, I'm going to do my best to catch. I knew I wasn't going to catch up, but at least quit him from creeping. Have you noticed that? You wouldn't do me the same courtesy. (laughs) What? Because you didn't tell me. No, I didn't need to. So. It didn't. What are you trying it, to edge out, Dan? Is that what you're saying? Me? Yeah. Oh, I want to make sure that there's a lot of separation. I want to clear and clean. I don't want to have to be doing this whole game at the end of the year. <laughs> like, I can't go to work. What, I gotta dude? fly. Oh, I mean, let's be let's be honest here. Not okay? being behind Dan. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. None of you are in danger of having a scrotum in your house for the next twelve months. No, this guy is. 
but it's still it's not I mean, even a danger i mean it's already been realized yeah That's but i so still sad. don't i i want to finish behind jesse though yeah Did you, well no you want to finish you know what dude me, second Nick. place is first loser <laughs> yeah but it's well, not fourth the way i, I don't want to hear is i'm at least gonna get something out of the deal yes you are yes you are yeah, month, no, a so monthly I, photo with the scrotum trophy. That's right. Were those the terms? Those were yep. the terms. One, once a month. <laughs> once a month, I need to take a glamour shot with me, a heli, yep. and a It at least has to be in the, in the picture somewhere, yeah. Yep. Can I get creative with it? Yes, you yeah. can. Like, can I bring that's it to actually, like the top of the Seattle That's space actually encouraged. Needle? Encouraged. Yeah. Highly Creativi- encouraged. Yeah. Creativity is encouraged. Okay. Okay. Yep. All right. Not inappropriateness. <laughs> not, in, my, not inappropriateness. Yeah, not, no creativity. Yeah, that's not encouraged. But okay, there's a, there's there's some relative <laughs> speaking here, right? Because a little bit, a little. The bit. fact that I would be bringing a trophy with a scrotum attached to it into public to take photos is somewhat inappropriate. Yeah, but yeah, I'm okay, sure taking a lot for taking a <laughs> taking a trophy. With a, a scrotum, uh, without clothing on in public would be highly inappropriate. Yeah, or and those are the ones I'm trying to avoid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, we'll see. So, yeah. So, but my goal, it, I kind of, it petered off. I got the rain, you, huh? Work just the rain. Oh yeah. man, oh man, did it rain, and that sucked because I was going good. Going good there for a while, but the rain put a put a dent in it. Um, I did end up. I am sitting at. Let me see here, three hundred and sixty-five. So Jeez, while I didn't dude, gain, you got in like thirty flights then. Well, I didn't gain, but what do you mean you I, well, didn't? I don't you gain. gained. I only got in twelve. So maybe I did. You gained a little bit. The gap a little bit. Yeah. You did. Yeah. You were at three thirty-five last week, or three thirty-eight. That's kind of my goal. Is just to to keep, like I'm okay with him winning, but I don't want it to be like you know. Dude, you got you got to commit to this shit, Nick. I say you got to own it. Let's, See, here's the let's deal: teamwork. Let's bury him. Teamwork. You, you guys, <laughs> oh. you guys are giving me a hard time, but you so quickly forget that I dominated Dan in the blade flights competition, right? Yes, now you did. I I I happen to only get like two and a half flights in since then <laughs> but i was doing the same Which, thing i was i was seriously flying six flights a day monday through friday at lunch i was flying saturdays sundays evenings after work i mean i was putting in like 30 40 50 flights a week and then life happened and work and all of that but that's what you got to do nick I mean, 30, you're just scratching the surface if you're flying during the week. You can do better than that. But why? I mean, what do you mean, why? He just has to beat you. No, he no, <laughs> he just he just confidently said he needs to beat Dan. Yeah. Which Dan, I, I know that Dan's been creeping up. Yeah, he oh, has. I mean, in, a, in a fierce way. So, I don't know. Maybe I will just say screw it and go for first place. What do you think about that? Yeah, because dude, you know I just Jesse don't want can't the trophy, do man. it that way. He's <laughs> like, who cares, Go dude? For I just it. don't if want to be first place. You know, you can <laughs> you have can it. Take it.
Revelectrics USA. They have a great selection of battery chargers and battery management systems to include charging adapters and power supply selection. They have LiPo batteries and flight stabilization systems as well. They also have a wide variety of accessories and RC hobby sports gear too. Log on to www.usastore.revelectrics.com to find out more. That's R-E-V-O-L-E-C-T-R-I-X.com. Now, I'm going to get out tomorrow, I think. Oh, hey, I got, um, I wanted to say thank you. You know, I had put a post up on Facebook about still, still. The debacle of what radio does Nick want. I kind of made that pact that I wasn't going to buy anything until I got to put it in my hands. So I kind of put a post up that was just, you know, still curious about the Gropner and the Futaba 10J. Well, a listener, friend of mine, Chris Sexton, he had a spare 10J laying around that he got in a trade. So he was cool enough. He sent that over. So just uh, actually this evening... I got a chance to play with that, program a heli up, so tomorrow I will be trying it. Nice. And I can, there's, I already have like some first impressions. Um, the programming, way better. This is not typical Futaba programming. This is a lot closer to Spectrum programming, actually. Hmm. Like, really cool, even small things. Like, you know when you go into Futaba on the endpoint menu? How you have like two different sets, one's limits and one's endpoints, and I never understood why I cared about either of those. They did away with that. It's just one set of endpoints, like normal. So just lots of little things. But the, uh, oh, and you know, my one concern about the NIG or running it on double A's, that sort of a thing, it's got a huge voltage input range. Actually, you can set the input, um, the alarm, like the vol- low voltage alarm, you can set it all the way up to 7.4 volts. So that nice. kind of makes me assume that it's okay with a 2S LiPo, but I dug through my batteries and happened to have a 1900 milliamp LIFE pack that'll fit in there perfect. Even with that, though, it's a light radio. Like, it's it's even lighter than an 8FG. Oh, wow. Which is kind of weird. Yeah. Very light. Switch spacing is about exactly the same as an 8FG. That's light, though, dude. 8FG feels plasticky. I mean, I love mine. Don't get me I, wrong. You but know what? I'll be honest. Like, this feels a little bit. To it. This feels a little bit more plasticky. Really? It does have a, a cheaper feel to it, um, which is a li- That's one of my. Yeah. Uh, you know, the this whole scroll wheel thing is completely different. It's more of kind of like a little thumb joystick. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you have a plus and a minus button, so no more wheel. Uh, oh. Which I have gotten used to the wheel, but I like that it's got kind of like an end button or a menu button. Um, it just, it's a little bit different, but I think in the end faster. Definitely faster. And it has blue uh, the, lights on it. 
It does have blue lights. None of the whole, you know how you had to go to different spots on the wheel for different menus? Yeah. It's not like that anymore. They're all under one. That's nice. I do like that. Yeah. Overall, I, I like it, but the this could be the deal breaker. Um, I can deal with a lot of this stuff, but Justin, and I know you know this, and Jesse, you know this, because we've all got them, the ability to use those Badass little trim knobs up at the top with the detents. Oh, yes. Yep. For trimming, you know, in-flight tuning of tail gain, head gain, whatever. Mm -hmm. This does not have that. No knobs at all. It has one knob in the middle that is not detented, but it's got, and, and this kind of bugs me, it has an extra set of trim buttons. Up at the top. Not like, you know, aileron, elevator, you know, throttle, rudder, those little trim. Mm -hmm. It has an extra set of trim buttons in the middle up above the gimbals. Now, I would be completely okay with that. You know, it doesn't really matter to me if it's a knob, if I can just do one or two point increments on some sort of switching device. But, A, there's no ability within the gyro menu to assign that to a trim function. And B, going into a P-mix and trying to do it that way, they don't give you the option of using those switches in the mixing menu. Oh, man. So it's like the switches are there. See, that would be it for me. Forget it. You know, it's close. Now, on the flip side of that, it's really badass to turn it on, plug the heli in, and look down and see my receiver pack voltage right there. That's cool. Yeah, but you I can do. get it from other stuff, dude. Yeah, but I don't want to pile. I didn't have to. I mean, that's just the receiver. Having just the receiver plugged in. And it still gives me the option. Remember those current sensors we were looking at a while ago? Mm-hmm. I can go right back into that. Without any edit. You know, I don't need to get into Eagle Tree or, or any of that other junk. So, we'll see. I'm going to give it a fair judge. Chris was totally cool. And he said, hey, don't send it back. Just bring it to Urcha. We can, you know, decide on it then. Um, so thank you. That's that's a big deal for me to be able to do that, to get a chance just to kind of, you know, check it out. Boy, I think that's it. It's been nice to get back to flying, getting our, uh, mm-hmm. getting that trailer video done. Just trying to remember what I liked about the hobby. Which, by the way, <laughs> was a badass trailer video, dude. Thank you. Thank you. It was uh, it was trying. How about that? I guess I did not appreciate how crappy we are at the bottleneck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Seriously. I almost, when I first watched it, I'm like, he had to have looped footage on this. There's no way it took that long at 2x speed for someone to knock over a bottle. That was, no. That, that must have been Ken mating with it. Like three five, oh, three. and a half times sped oh, up. Oh, dude. And I had more footage. <laughs> nice. Yep. True statement. No, it was, it was a good, it was a good learning experience. That's the first video that I've done. Using a different software, so it took way longer. And I kind of, you know, there was a lot of little cleanup things that I probably normally would have done that I didn't because I was just tired of looking at it. 
And I think we're going to save some of those tricks for the Urcha video. And you got the speed flyby sound in it. I did. I, I found love it just for you. that. I got to make like a ringtone or something out of that. <laughs> <laughs> we can arrange that. I can totally arrange Yes. That. All right. So that's it for me. Yeah. Sitting at 365 or whatever it was. Yep. 365. Mr. Uh, Mr. Justin. All right. Well, I am sitting at 270. Sounding like a broken record, but I got a no fly again. And as much as I would love to... Take your card. I got it. It's right here. (laughs) As much as I'd love to use the rain as an excuse like you guys did, I can't. I've got other excuses. The... uh, Rolodex. I I don't even know what to say. At this point, it's like... It's been like four weeks. It's a week and a half away from Urcha. I... I feel like your no-fly machine is one of those little fortune tellers that you walk up and you put quarters in and the little animatronic dude is like, eh, 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 and then it spits out this little piece of paper. I picture you sitting in front of those right now. being like, That says right, no-fly? No, it's, yep. it's, it's one of the magic eight balls, right? And I say, yeah, oh, magic eight ball. <laughs> Why did I, Will I not fly, fly this, this week? week? And then the the little uh, triangular bit, it just says no fly on all the sides. Yeah, on I all can't of them. see that because There's no winning. It's not looking good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Chances are slim. <laughs> There's one that okay. says "Don't even bother you d bag." <laughs> that, that's, yeah. Why? Why? Why did you not fly? Why? Why do you not? Why fly? did I not fly? You Try know, to justify it. Well, you know, the the last the last 4 weeks has just been crazy. We've talked about it over and over and over again on the show. We're getting ready for Urcha. We got a lot of podcast stuff going on in the background. We've been re- working really hard on that. You know, we've got I've got wor- work has been off the freaking hook. It is overwhelmingly crazy right now, which is weird because it's the summer and it's it's not always like that, but this summer it is. And so yeah, that's I mean, I don't have any real good excuses. It just it just hasn't happened. My wife's been picking up more call on the weekends. As you guys know, she's a nurse. And so when she's on call, it's really tough to get out because if she were to get called uh with Charlie at home and me at the field, I would have to run home and it'll take longer than she can afford to be able to get to the hospital for an urgent surgery. So unless she comes to the field, which we do ever so often, uh, it's just not all that great with Charlie being as young as he is. You know, he he can't keep that entertained. So it's like an hour session and you don't get much done in an hour, especially if there are people that you want to hang out with. Yeah. So it's just been a life thing and it, it is what it is. I mean. Quite frankly, the worst part about it is that I got to come here every fucking Friday and <laughs> get crap from you guys on it. Uh, so, I, where are you at with the with the speed? Has that been flown yet? On yeah, it has. Since- it's, it has. It hasn't been flown since our fun fly. Isn't that kind of okay. cool? And and I'm supposed to be competing in the speed cup in about a week and a half. I'm sure you'll I, do uh, fine. I I haven't been able to get out. 
I've got family coming in this coming Monday. So when this show is released, I'll have family there or at at, uh, my place, which is going to relieve me of some issues with being able to get out. So I'm hoping that I might be able to get out this weekend. Marnie's on call again. But if I don't, then the weekend before, literally like 48 hours before we drive to Urcha, I will actually get it, get some flying it. And so it is what it is. I've been working on my secret squirrel project, which is very close to me being able to say something about it. And for those of you going to Urcha, you may actually see it there. I'm feeling much more confident and comfortable with it, but we'll see. It's going to be a a mad dash to get everything ready at the last minute here. Other than that, you know, taking what you were discussing there, Jesse on not bringing everything to the field, what I have been doing in my spare time at home, not being able to go out to the field and trying to find something to entertain myself on heli stuff is going back through my, uh, toolbox you know i talked about my charging case and was ridiculed by you guys about that thanks <laughs> <laughs> and and as you know my charging case is a combination charging case and toolbox and you know i mean everyone's been there you open your tool drawer and it's just piles upon piles of tools some of them are double copies and it's like i don't need all this crap so i've been going through it and really breaking it down to what do i need to bring to the field I don't necessarily need to bring a bottle of CA, right? I don't need four different types of grease, that sort of a thing. So I've been trying to simplify things and clean it up, and it's actually worked out quite well. The other thing I will say, I love that little like bubbly rubber pad. You know, Nick, you got to know what I'm talking about being a tool guy. You know where it's, it's got like holes in it, it's perforated, and it's that sticky rubber. So when you oh, the lay no it, skid, yeah. no skid, yeah. dude, that is amazing stuff. Lining the little metal drawers and the craftsman thing with that. Oh, it's awesome. So put a little bit of that in there. Just, you know, just finding some from some little bits and pieces to mess around with since I haven't really been flying. And the, the transmitter thing has also been a topic that I've been going over. You talked, Nick, about the the 10J, a little bit about the Gropner. I'm so close to pulling the trigger on the Gropner. And as we discussed Mm. offline, I feel less bad about doing it because I don't feel like I need to commit to redoing my entire fleet. I quite frankly, I could buy the Gropner as a as a trial. This is the MZ24 and only convert the speed heli over to it. And continue flying the rest of my 3D fleet on Futaba until I've had an opportunity to kind of feel it out. And if I don't like it, I'll sell it. I'm sure I can get someone to buy it on the forums eventually. Okay. But it's just the features on it are amazing. The price is amazing. And yes, it's FHSS, but, you know, I do I need fastest? I, I'm not hearing any compelling evidence to suggest so. And you're running 10J, which is FHSS, right, Nick? So yeah, you'll be I able to get some feedback on it. it as well. I don't. Th- I do not look down upon FHSS at all. Like it's just to me, it's just a different protocol. Yep. Yeah. Other than that, just really super busy. 
Looking forward to Urcha. Big time looking forward to Urcha. Yeah. We are T-minus like eight or nine days before Nick and I start the trek from Seattle to Montana. Where we pick up, uh, well, we'll pick up George along the way, right? And then we're going to pick up Dan, and then we're going to pick up Taylor, and we will meet Jesse there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Tuesday. Oh, so while we're on that topic, we've been getting a lot of people asking, where are you guys going to be? I can Uh, tell you, finally. So... I've been working with the president of Urcha, Dave Milner, and finally got everything locked in. RC Heli Nation is going to be in vendor tent number E24. So we're on the east side of the flight line. Not having been there, I can't confirm this statement, but what I'm given to understand is that that's pretty close to sort of where a bulk of the pilots tend to assemble and go out and fly. So I think it's a fairly high traffic area. It's going to be a 16 by 16 tent. We're going to be there with the whole crew, the four of us, uh, George and Taylor are going to be there uh, helping out and, you know, um, getting stuff set up for us and helping do video and photo, things like that. We're going to have T-shirts to sell. We're going to have uh, hats. hats. Uh, hats. That's right. We're going to have the black hats. We're going to bring the citizen, the card. citizen cards. <laughs> so let's talk about that because we keep saying we're going to send them out. Haven't been sent out yet. But we got to thinking and actually got some feedback from a lot of listeners who are going to be at Urcha. Let's bring them to Urcha. You guys come by, pick up your citizens cards. The ones who don't pick them up at Urcha, we will get shipped out the following week when we get back. They do exist, I promise, guys. So hang in there and come by. (laughs) And and, and if you want to become a citizen, come by. We're going to have a computer up so you can sign up right there. So looking forward to that. Yeah, very very pumped. It's gonna be uh, gonna be a good time. So that's it for no well, fly. Man. No fly. That's I just, it. I, just I, got I will, however, more. point out Jesse that if I'm doing my math correctly, uh-huh. uh huh. As a matter of percentage, I am still ahead of you in terms of our relative goals for the year. Yeah, you can set goals at whatever you want. You set a thousand. Mm-hmm. That puts you at, uh, what are we at here? 39.6% of your goal. What did you say, like 12? I said 500. <laughs> no, he did. Which he means I'm in excess of 50%. And I said 800. Yeah, but you can You said 800, goal. Nick? I did. I swore you said 1,000, dude. No, no, I knew I couldn't do that. No. What did Dan say? I don't remember. Probably whatever. Yeah, I'm not. Sure. <laughs> Dude, you can set you can set goals wherever you want. That's yeah. irrelevant. I I don't I don't see it as fact of the matter is. It's not a when when it comes down to who gets the trophy. It's not a matter of what percentage of your goal you were. That's, That's what true, really but it matters. is something I can hold over your head. <laughs> and we'll continue <laughs> to yeah, do but let him roll. You can it. hold it, but I'm not. It's not going to bother me. <laughs> It doesn't matter. It's, yeah. it's if it makes mind. me sleep better at night, Jesse, then I am going to hold on to it. Uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> I'm g- glad I could be of service. Yep. Thank you, Mike. All friend. right. No, I, I, Let's do some news, boys. I think we should do news. Do it.
in a world where 22 degrees of pitch just doesn't cut it. One tool, all setups, all sizes, all brands. Soko Heli Tools, a unique setup methodology. Soko Heli Tools, coming to a web page near you at www.soko-heli-tools.com. Set up different and Soko your heli. Justin, you want to set us off for the news? Yes. This week's news is brought to you by HeliDaily.com, your RC helicopter news magazine. What do we have, Nick? All right, so we've got a couple announcements here. We've got um, congratulations to Jesse Kravos or Kravos. Not sure. One of those two. But he has joined Team Expert Servo. And we got to meet uh, Willie Chung. The guy in charge of expert, he came to our fun fly. So thanks again, Willie, for coming out. You know, they look like some. Uh, I've got a set. Uh, I know a couple of the other guys. Dieter's running them. Uh, I think Carter ended up with a set to try. They seem to be taken off, and they've got some interesting you know? features, don't they? Like the beep when you plug <laughs> them in. Like I they love the beep when you plug them in. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. but Nick, you don't do all that well with things that beep when they plug in. So I would be careful about that, That's, dude. That is fair. That is very, very fair. Nah, but these seem to be working out pretty good. So again, uh, congratulations, Jesse, on that one. I've seen a couple announcements for some new helicopters. Now, mm. let's talk about those. First one up is, this is called the Rush 750 Evolution. Apparently, this is a lighter I don't know if I'm going to use the word sturdier, but uh, better designed, I guess, loosely version of the Rush. So it's pretty much, I mean, same heli, but a lightened up version with some more features on top of it, uh, some different gearing. I, I don't I'm mean, probably what he, you know, kind of like this is his V2. I think that's probably the best way to put it. So when you this, say lightened up, how much lighter is it? Well, I, I think we should probably just wait <laughs> wait until one gets built and we see it. But I'm not seeing a lot of the the double quadruple frame stacking like we saw in the original oh, one. Oh, yeah, like on the that? battery tray? Yeah, yeah. I'm not seeing that. Uh, it really does. Uh, I mean, I would say I look at it and I'm like, okay. This is what I would have expected on the first go around. Like it looks proper and good this time out. So well, you know, go ahead, dude. So he, uh, so in this uh, news release, it says approximate ready to fly weight at five kilograms, and when we convert that over, that is eleven point oh two pounds. Oh, you know. So uh, that's uh, that's pretty okay, ambitious. Okay, so I'm going to counter that with I'm going to say BS because it's still torque to. Yeah, that's a good just, point. I mean, sorry, but it's not gonna. It's just not gonna happen unless yeah, unless you throw like a 600 motor in there and. and you I was going to say 11 pounds actually swinging 750s. 
No, 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 in 700 form. I still don't think that, I, I mean, I think they will be doing very good if you can throw like a 45-25 in there mm-hmm. and a 120-amp ESC small receiver pack and some 5,000 milliamp packs. If you can do that and keep it at 12 pounds, yeah, I would say that's, that's good. Well, not like, only is that acceptable. good by you know the standard of other helis, but compared to the original rush, um, that would be a huge improvement from what I hear. Yeah, which I want to say is you know three quarters of a pound heavier yeah. than that. Yeah, running in there. That's what I've heard. So as well. I think this will put him down into the competitive weight range because we're definitely not really seeing. You know, I'm not seeing a trending large heavy model theme like what was okay for a while. You know, yeah. when the when the 4525 came out and the 4530, especially when that motor got popular, <laughs> people just went crazy the with speeds. the weight. It was like, it didn't matter because I'm just going to swing faster, right? 2500. Uh, and then it, yeah. <laughs> and then it kind of flipped back around a little bit. And, you know, like when the E700 came out and the Goblin got really popular, it was, oh, hey, well, maybe it doesn't have to be like this. And I, you know, I can just, it, it's amazing how much better a lighter model tunes uh, within reason. So, yeah, it looks, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing this one. Does anyone know be. what the all new industry's first TDD drive system patent pending more details to come is? <laughs> no, I don't. No. Nope. It's funny because I've seen people like share the pictures and they're like, yeah, with the new this. And it's like, well, you're prom- I mean, you're promoting you're something about, that you don't know yeah. about, right? That's right. What is that? But y- you know what? That's three quarters of our industry. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, no joke. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then we've also got another one. Uh, the I don't know if it's Velos or Velos. 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 The Velos eight eighty. This is a big ass helicopter. Man. This one Look really at those caught me off guard. <laughs> it, it has got. I lo- okay. So I, I love this. So this is. Uh, okay. They're saying it's a very unique 880 3D machine. Twice as powerful as any RC 3D helicopter on the market. I don't know what that means. Capable yeah, of supporting they supporting twice the power? It's an airframe. Uh, yeah, are they selling I, I electronics with High, it? Get this, though. High quality, 32 millimeter angle bearings used on the main shaft. Yep. <laughs> That's a big-ass taper bearing. That's a huge <laughs> Just think like, about that for a minute. <laughs> yeah, just think about that for a second. Go get your calipers yeah. out, put 32 millimeters on there, and you'll chuckle along, too. Yeah. And if, and if you ever need one, you can go take the one off your trailer. It's holding the wheel on. <laughs> Look at the three-point landing gear, though, dude. This is my favorite. Okay, this is my favorite saying. God, it's like a little line right this for them. Okay, three-point landing gear, like real assault helicopters, for high stability while in ground and during spool-up and minimal drag while in fast-forward flight. Okay. Like real assault helicopter. <laughs> yeah, I have not. I'm seen sorry. Assault I, I don't. I, I'm not sure what they're going for. That have three point landing. I'm systems. show. I'm. I'm. I'm show. 
I'm show. 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 I'm, I'm show. so frustrated at this. I am show. A listener is going to send us an email about this. <laughs> I'm sure now. <laughs> so if you've got a picture of a three-point assault helicopter landing gear, I would love to see it. I would, yeah. It makes yeah. the canopy look very interesting. I... Uh, uh, so so here's my take on this one. I, I like the overall thought behind this helicopter. I would like some more details on dozens of new and unique features that have never before been seen in RC helicopter industry. That's a statement that they make. That's a big, uh, that's a that's big, a statement. big statement. It's an incredibly big statement. That said... I, I applaud them for trying to do something innovative and we'll see it. You know, it may turn out to be like every other in air quotes, innovative thing that someone comes up with, but I, I, I'm hopeful that this is actually something that's pretty darn cool. You know, if they took like a foot and a half off this landing gear, it really wouldn't be that bad. Yeah, it is. Yeah. The landing <laughs> gear does look, and, obnoxiously and tall that's what i was gonna say nick is like the canopy like delete the landing gear just put your fingers over the landing gear on mm -hmm. the picture it looks pretty slick right yeah and then yeah. you take you take your finger away and look at the landing gear and the canopy almost looks too short yeah the the, the it, landing it just, gear is as long as the canopy is tall it looks kind of like yeah. um yeah it's it's like fish like it reminds me of a shark like an, ass like an assault helicopter, like a shark. Like a three-point assault helicopter. Yes. <laughs> a real one, Jesse, a real one. A, a, a real, real one. one. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, hey, we'll according get to, see to it them. Who knows? Yes. yes. That's right. I like the direction they're going with the 880. I don't know what blades it's going to fly, but I love me some 800. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. No, because no one crashes in 800 like Seriously. Justin. That's right. Uh, we got a cool video up here of JC Zankel flying the new Gowie NX-7. We got, oh, I do believe my preferred motor of choice is amongst almost all of us here. Uh, the YS-91 SRX yeah. motor in there. Swinging some spin blade 700s. 2,000 head speed. 11 and a half on the pitch. Interesting. Yeah, that yeah. is. Probably because they're spin blades. <laughs> spin blades <laughs> and 2,000 RPM, which is... I don't know. I, I typically I fly that. at 1950, so they're, you know, extra 50 RPMs. You got the spin blades, wider cord. Yeah, it could. Yeah. I could see I'm it. not going to lie. This one's got my interest. As you know, really? I've got a I got a nitro power system that I'm I'm holding on to until I see the right deal. Could be a used thing, but I really like the look of this helicopter. I really do. It's I've it's never... been a it's been sort of a with Jesse doing the N seven review, it's got me thrown off because that's a nice heli. Especially after having seen it in person. But I I've never owned a Gowie personally. I've worked I on never Gowies. have either. That's I've, what I've I was going to say. People who own Gowies, you know, help work on their helis. And it's the X5, right? The old school one. So I didn't have the greatest experience, but they seem to have really taken on a different approach to design since Bobby's really kicked into high gear. And 
I I gotta say I really like the look of this model. You know, I was having a discussion with someone this week about it, and I'm like, you know, I feel like they have a good foothold. You know, the X7 was, I mean, you know, seems to be a really good helicopter. And she said, okay, let me ask you a question. How many are in your area? And that kind of stopped me dead in my tracks. Why? Because I only know of one. So what does that mean, though? I don't know. It just, it, it, he almost made it sound like that, yes, they are, but their, their publicity suggests that there's more out there than there actually is. But if it's a good model, who cares if anyone else flies it? I mean, within yeah, reason. No, I mean, true. there's obviously, you can take that comment to the extreme, but you know what I mean? So isn't yeah, isn't no, there a I Hobby King Assault? Fair. Something like that. Hobby King model. Yeah. Not many people oh, love that one. Yeah, that's true. Too many. <laughs> yeah, but it's not... Uh, I guess what I'm trying to say is, Nick, it's not like you're dealing with an unreputable manufacturer, right? Gowie, yeah. I mean, Gowie's got good stuff, and they've been one of the few companies that in the last two years have continually tried to push the envelope. Now, you know, maybe they've fallen short of, on some people's expectations, but damn... I mean, they've just hit it. X3, X4, NX4, or X4-2, right? NX4, X5 Formula, X7, NX7. It's yeah. just model after model. I I think that I would probably, you know, after seeing, uh, I got to look at John, uh, John Johnson's, you know, mm-hmm. and our fun fly. I got to look at his, I think that was an X4. The X4. Four, the X4 two or whatever it was. Yeah. That one actually really caught my attention. Mm-hmm. Like it it was really flying. He he had his setup really dialed in, flying smooth. I was like, ooh, I could see maybe dabbling myself and a little bit of Gowie on that one, you know, just to get my feet wet on it and kind of see how it went. Well, and John Burton to- brought his X three. I gotta tell you, man, that's a that's a sharp-looking, practically designed helicopter. See, I di- I have not, I didn't get to see that one, and that was the one that I was really intrigued by because there was a lot of stuff that I loved about the warp. But what I always wondered was, is it actually the warp, or is it just that this six S, you know, three fifty, three sixty swinging, size, yeah, four fifty size heli is where it's at. Because I still miss that. I'm gonna, so, I'm gonna go with know. it was a warp. You think so? I mean, I, I know, yeah, I know you're saying that, but I, no. I mean, I honestly wonder yeah. though. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I, I, who knows? I maybe, maybe another little, an X3 would be a shot, or I don't know. Maybe the Gowie guys would be like, "Nah, dude, if you really want to experience, experience Gowie, then you just need to get an X7." Yeah. Could be, or. I'll just say, screw it. Maybe it'll be the NX. Well, I'll tell you, that? of all the, and I don't mean this in a negative light, but in of all the the Gowie models that they have right now, honestly, the X7 is the least interesting to me. Really? See, yeah. I still think to this day that with the formula canopy on there, it is the sexiest looking helicopter. Oh, dude, out. no doubt. It is sexy as hell. But just as a model, it's not something that really intrigues me. 
I mean, the X3, hmm. the NX4, those are uh, even a, a Formula X5. I mean, I made that that offensive comment to everyone about the smaller helis being good for one thing, which is to tell you you need to buy bigger. But I'll I'll be honest with you, with the lack of flying I've been doing lately, I've really started to consider, does it make sense to get something that's small like a park flyer? Because I've got lots of parks that are within a few minutes of my place. And if it means getting flights in on something as opposed to not flying at all, I don't know. Maybe it's something I, that I just got to do. You know what? As much as I can. You know? If you if you set up that that 450-ish size and keep the head speed down, you know, don't go crazy with the head speed. You keep the head speed down. It You still get a decent flight time out of it, and it does fly very 500-ish. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't, I don't remember the warp. And my T-Rex 500 flying any different. And yeah. Justin, I know that you liked your 500. Oh, dude. To this day, the 500 has always been... I mean, that was my first helicopter ever. I love it. But I'll tell you, the new KDS Chase has caught my attention. Yeah. <laughs> it has caught right. my attention. Not going to lie. I forgot about that until you just brought it up, and then it just washed all my Gowie X3 desire away. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> All right, well, enough of that. Uh, that's all I have for news. Does anyone else have some news? Oh, I, I got do. some news. Go ahead, Jesse. Ooh, oh. fighting over it. Yeah, I'll, I'll take this. I'll go you first. Because I got two newses. News. So eat that. Newses. Newses. Two newses. I'm not sure how I feel about that. Would Vocabulary. that be news eye? News eye. Yes. All right, who, who cares? Who cares? I got news. Dose. News eye. <laughs> All right, so our friend Burke Hammer and BK Servo, I don't know if you guys have seen these, but it looks like they have some new servos coming out pretty soon here. And, man, I got to say, these are, first first impression, these are some sexy servos. Second. Oh, yeah, dude. Second, we got to move past that. You know, looks aren't everything, guys. We got to move past that. The specs on these things, they really took it up a notch. Um, so with the, you know, the 7001 HV, so the, the current BK Cyclic servos, we're looking at 295 ounce inches of torque. And with this new line um, of BK servos, the 8001 HV, HV we're looking at 471.9 ounce wow. inches of dude. torque. And that, that is at uh, 8.4 volts, of course, two, full 2S LiPo. And the uh, full-size brushless tail servo um, follows suit as well. So I don't know about you guys, but this is awesome to see. Um, because his, you know, the, the previous tail servo that he had, it the specs were, you know, plenty high. I had plenty of speed and torque to handle throwing it in a 700 size machine but it was a mini sized case um, and so you could use it you know on a, a, a helicopter that took mini sized servos or full size servos mm-hmm. um, it's nice to see just you know this is full on he said you know going up to the I, I guess full size class here and this is a full size only servo and Man, this so the speed it's a it's a hundred and one point three inch inch ounces 
And on the speed here, it's 0. 0.025 seconds per 60 wow. degrees of travel. Wow. Yeah. Ain't no messing around there. Yeah. So huge improvements over the, the previous BK servos. And man, this is. And uh, these are brushless. These are not the coreless, like yep. the 7000 series. Yeah. I'm digging it. Man, yeah. I'm, Any I'm idea on price, dude? Yeah, so it looks like uh, the price for the cyclic servos is going to be one forty-five a piece, and the price on the tail servos one fifty. That's pretty so darn reasonable. Still I mean, coming it's in, certainly competitive, extremely competitive. Yeah, when you yeah. compare it to other brands of similar specs and size. So, yep, not too bad. Um, it's definitely going to be hard not to put a set of these in a new build. So, number one. On my list of news, because as I mentioned, I do have two. Number one, this one's an important guy. One guys, so this is this is back to we're talking some legal stuff again. Don't don't tune out because this is key. The FAA has extended its comment period on the most recent interpretive rule. I mean, this has been out in the media now in the heli media or RC aircraft media for. 30 days now we've talked about it on several shows but basically the ama it sounds like has formally requested of the faa to grant a 60-day extension to the public comment period for their interpretation of the special rule for model aircraft uh and this is part of the modernization and reform act of 2012 it's the same thing we've been talking about now for a couple of years the new deadline with that extension puts us at September 23rd of this year, okay? And I'm going to read the statement here, and you can think of it what you'd like. This was uh, given by the FAA. On July 16th, 2014, the AMA submitted a request to extend the comment period by 60 days, citing the need to educate the aero modeling community, clarify the issues, and respond to questions regarding the impact that the interpretive rule has on various aspects of the modeling activity. The FAA agrees that additional time for the submission of comments would be helpful and therefore has decided to extend the period until September 23rd. FAA expects that the additional time will allow the affected community to prepare meaningful comments, which will help the FAA to determine what clarifications to the interpretation may be necessary. So this, I, I think this is good news, and I'm really happy to say after what we were talking about on last week's episode with Carrie, that the AMA once again did step up and, and fought for the community, and that's why we have the 60-day extension. But what it also means is we cannot wait until the last minute here. If you guys haven't already gotten your public comments in, please do so. There are a number of different ways you can do it. There's the, you know, you've probably seen a lot of the Facebook petition things rolling around. You can go to the FAA.gov website. Uh, the docket number is FAA 2014-0396. And you can make comments that way. You can send emails. But you know how I always remember? How? Like, this is just the easiest way. Because I'm a dummy when it comes to this stuff. I've been very upfront about that. Um, RC Fly. Yes. I just go to RC Fly and they always have, they are great about having everything posted right there. So it's kind of like my one stop dummy shop for all the 
all the new legal <laughs> stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. So please, guys, make your voices heard. We got to capitalize on this opportunity. We cannot squander an extra 60 days. And that doesn't mean just by commenting, but also educate yourselves so that you're you're more knowledgeable on the kind of issues that we're facing here. Okay, Alrighty. last thing. This isn't really news, but I, you know, I, 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 well, we'll call it news. I think it was noteworthy, though. You know, one, one, one of our listeners, uh, his name is Antonios Printezas. He's from Arizona. He's one of the warm weather dicks down in Arizona. Super warm weather <laughs> dicks. Uh, he and I have been talking a lot lately about the HD Cell 500. Uh, you know, that's it's it's not necessarily a new helicopter nowadays. It's been out for a little while. I, I'd, I'd venture to guess probably on the order of six to eight months, maybe more like a year. We have gotten a tremendous number of listeners either on the forums and emails, just general comments saying, hey, it would be really awesome to get a better feel for what this thing's all about. You know, uh, get could, could we do a review of it? And as you know, our reviews have just been crazy lately where it's it's just one after another. And, you know, we're, we're trying to keep up with that. So it, it didn't it wasn't in the cards. It didn't work out uh, in the last six months. But Antonio has uh, has been talking to me about this and has been doing a really good overview of this helicopter himself. You know, box opening. He's got a bunch of photos that point to uh, with little arrows on the photos, specific, unique features of the design. I got to tell you, I learned something when I looked at it. This thing is a pretty impressive heli. So the show notes link is actually going to have a link to his Facebook uh, album, Antonio's RC. And you can go and take a look at some of those pictures. Uh, You know, we were just talking about me getting a smaller heli. Who knows? Uh, I uh, I think this this one is a pretty impressive design and very robust too, so it might be worth looking into. Sweet, yeah, awesome. Well, that it? That's all I got, man. That's it for me. I'm done. All right. This week's news has been brought to you by HeliDaily.com, your daily RC helicopter news magazine. In today's heli market, it can be a challenge to find a retailer that stocks a variety of different brands and parts, has great customer service, and boasts fast shipping. I can tell you that Rotary Wing RC has all of this and more. Finally, I feel like I found a place where I can get everything in one order and I'm confident that I'll get the shipment quickly so that I can get back in the air next weekend. You don't believe it, huh? Trust me. Go to www.rotarywingrc.com now and check out your new go-to online heli shop. I'd like to see, you know, and I don't care if it's made up. You know how we roll. It's just it's just what we do. Dude, we make but shit up I all would, the time. Absolutely. <laughs> Everyone's like, gotta like be the thought that was a something. secret. That's your expertise. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Guys, we're, so guys, I we're would live. like to you know, we're yeah. creeping up on what, ten, eight, nine, something like that, days away from Mercha. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What are we what are you guys excited? Now I'm not talking per, 
you know, about the events or anything like that. But I'm talking about products. I think this is, you know, for us, we're way over here. I mean, our events, it's, it's pretty rare for West Coast people to get over into the central or eastern area, which, let's face it, a lot of the new stuff gets out over there first anyway. Mm-hmm. You've got Tower and Horizon all all in a very centrally located area. OHB is a huge fun fly, which they bring in a lot of new stuff. Uh, you know, with all the guys prototype testing over there, it's sad, but it is true. We are usually the last to actually see something in person. So I'm curious what you guys are most excited to see. Maybe it's not out yet. Maybe it is out and you've just never seen one in person. But we're going to get an opportunity to basically see everything that's out in the market right now or going to be at Urcha. So what are you excited to see? What do you want to get your hands on? Oh, I got this. Mm-mm. I could probably talk forever about this, but let, let me get it kicked off, and Jesse, feel free to jump in here. I I am all over this speed crap. I've never seen a Diablo speed. I've never seen a TDR and a fuselage. I've never seen any of those helis go, you know, 180 to 200 miles per hour. That... I, I am really excited to see that and where it comes into, you're talking about products, right? Right, uh, mm-hmm. Nick? In particular, I have a pretty strong suspicion we're going to see some of Jan Heinzlitz's new stuff, like the TDS yeah. or the TDR2. Oh. And while it's not, it's not in the category of, hey, I can go and check out this product and maybe even make an impulse buy, because as you know, there's a waiting list just being able to get my eyes on it and maybe even touch it. That'll be pretty freaking cool. Although I will admit that in doing a little bit of snooping around, I may have an opportunity to purchase a Diablo speed airframe, but I don't know whether that will pan out or not. That could be <laughs> my big impulse buy. That's uh, it big impulse yeah that's it's, a, it's just a, somewhat large yeah we're we're outside of the couple I, of hundred bucks and so into a couple of thousand one day bucks. i woke up and bought a diablo and i, and I realized i had a diablo speed the other thing is and we've talked about this for a while but the the different radios that's you know we here in the Pacific Northwest, and, and I, I don't necessarily think it's different in other areas, but certainly in context of the, the kinds of events you're talking about, Nick Urchin, OHB, we tend to get small groupings of hobbyists that are comfortable with a certain brand or couple of brands. And why? Because that's what everyone's flown in that yep. area for years. And so in my area, it's very strongly Futaba with a few diehard JR fans, a couple of spectrums here or there. So that, you know, those are the only radios I get to see. I've never seen a Jetty. I've never seen a Gropner, which I'm really serious about. And I know that we've got people coming from around the world, vet both vendors and pilots, And I think the opportunity to kind of take a look at these in person and compare them side to side with my radio, maybe even get my hands on a few. That's something that I think is going to be really cool. And maybe maybe that will be an impulse buy a more reasonably priced (laughs) one. 
Then a whole new heli. Yeah. What about you, Jesse? Awesome. Well, for me, it's, I guess, kind of playing off of the heli thing. I wouldn't say there's any helis necessarily specifically that I'm interested in seeing. It's more of a class of helis, and that would be the 700 and up class. Now, I've seen, I've, I've only seen you fly, Justin, your, your goblin a couple times, the 770. Mm-hmm. One thing I'm really looking forward to is seeing somebody literally just lay the beat down um and you know really really see i guess the potential the absolute maximum flight potential of some of these larger helis um it's something that personally i've never really gotten into not you know not a huge huge interest in previously but looking forward i can definitely see the market kind of taking a turn in that direction and I'm really interested in seeing, you know, some of these top pilots just pushing those things to the absolute edge. Um, so just kind of, you know, across all brands, looking at at least you know, larger than the 700 class and seeing what they got and seeing what they can do. Now let me Dude, ask I you this: What? So you go there, right? And you see someone just absolutely annihilating an 800 class mm-hmm. or a 750. Is that enough to get you to impulse buy an airframe? Uh, maybe not maybe not at Urcha, but maybe with a little okay. bit of budgeting, yes. I know, I know you're a you're a poor college student, but I had to ask, dude. Yeah. Because yeah. that sort of thing, I'm all over that. I mean, oh, you yeah. know, you, you let these you're events a- take over and get your excitement up and before you know it, you're done. You spent your life savings. Yeah, I'm broke. I can't I even go to school. The- yeah, <laughs> I get the attraction to the bigger ones, man. Because when I, you know, getting the MD up on those Edge seven fifties, get get that thing clipping about nineteen fifty, yeah. thirteen, thirteen and a half degrees of pitch, it is like, well, and it it only makes sense because, like I mentioned at the beginning of the show, I only find myself flying the seven hundreds. You know, mm-hmm. now the, the the logical trend there would would suggest. What about an 800? What's not to say that if I got one of those, I would only find myself flying an 800. So, yeah. Well, you never know. You might be able to see the the Velos 880. Yeah. And so, you know, just, yeah, just across all brands, just really interested in seeing what some of those top pilots can do with those things and some of the, the power systems that are available now for them. You know, and, now that you mentioned that, I've never seen a Logo 800 Extreme in person. And certainly, we had one. We, yeah, you we, haven't walked down the flight line then at some of the fun flies we've been to. Are you sure that it was an 800 and not a, not a 700? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Okay. So maybe I've seen it in person. I, I will I will amend that statement to say I've never seen it beat up. Like pushed to the limit. Like, yeah, yeah. I want to see, yeah. just like you're saying, Jesse, like give it all it's like got. Kyle Dahl victory flight. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Give it hell. Oh, man. Which I know we're talking about products, but how excited are you guys to watch the one competition? Oh, yeah. Oh. You know, I, I, I'm probably, no. uh, hold, okay, on, hold on, hold on. I'm probably going to regret saying this. You're out. <laughs> yeah, you're done. Listen. We don't even want to hear it. And I, I, will, I'm, I, will be, I will be the first person to stand up and be a man and eat my words, but I am personally not nearly, I'm not saying I'm not excited. But I'm not nearly as excited about seeing the flying as I am about seeing the people, meeting the people, and seeing the products.
Who's listening to their customers? KDE is listening to their customers. Their new G3 line of motors are exactly what you asked for. Want a lightweight motor with no sacrifice in power? The 700XF535 is what you're after. Want unboggable power on 12 or 14S? Slap in a 700XF455 motor for insane amounts of power. There's even the new XF Multirotor Series motors for when precision and quality are a must. Stop by www.kdedirect.com and pick out your new G3 Series motor. We've, we've never seen Kyle Dahl fly in person or, you know, Duncan or one of those guys, and they've all got their own flavor. But we've we've been privileged in the Pacific Northwest to get a lot of high profile, really talented pro pilots. Bodos Bennett. We've had Jason Krause there. Maxwell. Um, Maxwell last year. I mean, Maxwell, well, and dude. That's and, why I and say to me, there's only different. so much I can watch. You know what I mean? Uh, see, uh, I think that we have a lot of, you know, we've been privileged to see a lot of good pilots. But I can tell you that even the guys that we thought were really good, uh, being able to watch Nick Maxwell fly, it was very apparent that there was a huge gap <laughs> the between separation. good and great. Yeah, I mean... Oh, yeah. I watch those other guys fly, and I can turn away and carry on a conversation. I sat there with my jaw on the floor. And, dude, Bodos and Bennett will say as much right to your face. It's like, dude, look at this freak. How does he even know how to? I mean, Todd says that all the time when he's flying with Maxwell. So now I don't even know how this kid can think of that maneuver. And he's technically, quote, unquote, not even the best anymore. So that's what I'm. I hear you. you know, I'm not saying I'm not going to watch it oh, and be dude. impressed, but five or six days of just that kind of hard flying—that's generally it's my, not make my style to begin with. So no, 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 no. But I just want to see that competition. Yeah. Oh yeah, and yeah. Probably what's so cool about it for me is to to really you know from the mechanical side of things is to appreciate really what the models are capable of handling. I mean, you know that those guys are pushing it. We've talked about this before. Any one of them can break their helicopters on command. Do not think for one second that these guys are flying. You know, well, he flies it, so it must be unbreakable. He can do this. No, these guys have collective management and timing like you can't even imagine. And they're putting them right to the edge and backing off just enough to where. Yeah, they, go. they know how to baby it right in the right at the edge, such that yep. it stays together, but it still they get it done. And that's what I'm really I look forward to seeing is what does the edge look like? You know? That's a fair point. That's a fair yeah. point. Uh, okay, I, I'd say back though, getting it back to yeah, getting it back to products. Yeah. Uh, I always look forward to the opportunity to see. Products, they may not be new, but products that I've not seen in general, because for me, I mean, and I think we're all like this to a certain extent, but for me, throughout the year, these things come out or maybe they've been out for a year and you just haven't seen one and you get it in your head like you've got you've always got a heli wish list, right? Mine's like 500 items long and I usually only focus on the top <laughs> 10 or 15 or 20. 
But when you get an opportunity to see one down at number 38 or whatever, you then can you can say, oh, I finally got got an opportunity to see it or put my hands on it or watch it fly or do its thing. I can swipe that one off the list. Didn't meet my expectations. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to the Urcha product scene culling my list down a little bit. And no doubt it will grow because it always happens. Even here in the in the Pacific Northwest, we go to Fun Flies with our regular cast of characters and someone's got something new. It's like, oh, didn't even think about that. I could see myself with one of those. But I think it's going to refine the wish list. Uh, and, yeah. and I think, you know, that's really important. The other thing is new products. And when I say mm. new, I mean like prototype. Yep. Like we don't even know they're going to be there. And then it's going to yeah. get announced, and it's yep. like, whoa, dude, that is cool. Any specific, like, whispers of ones you've heard about that you want to see? Ooh. Hmm. Well, I'd like to see the, the the tripod assault helicopter, now that we've brought it up. Okay. What about, do you see the pictures of uh, Bert's carbon... Carbon fuselage Carbon speed. speed. Yeah. Mm. Uh, it's, is that it a fuselage cool. or is it just a canopy? I don't know. That I'm not I sure. think it's just a canopy. But yes, I'd like to see that. I'll, I would love to see the new three-bladed head and tail from SAB. I want to see one of those fly. Like, I don't even actually care what brand. I, I would like to see the Thunder Tiger one. Yeah. Um. Which, by the way, I'm actually excited to see in person all the upgrades for the E700 because they'll have the V2 there. Right. Uh, so I am definitely excited nice. for that. And my God, don't think for one second if I can't get a chance to get a set of uh, speed up tail gears, I'm not going to do it right <laughs> then and there. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. What else as far as... So, so for me, one thing at our fun fly that I did not take the opportunity to check out was the V bar radio. Dude, you got to do it. I, you got to. I do can't it. believe. So it was yeah, like that was a, a good week. Point. It was a week before our fun fly, and Nick mentions to me that it's you know there's going to be one there, and completely space just got busy, and I never got a chance to see it, hold it, and check it, it out, see what it's what all about. What about the KDS so. radio, Jesse? Mm. Oh, that's that's true. true. Yeah, we just did that in the news recently. Yeah, that's got to be there. I, I bet you our, our boy Kenny is going to have one. That that stinking bar radio. I, you know, I've, I've said it before. I know for a fact that bar can fly exceptional. It's just you know, if you want to take the time to get the tail right, I, I think Jesse mentioned it. You know, I'm still over here tweaking with the icon. Messing around with it. Waiting so for the program I to almost, open. I almost feel like, <laughs> yeah, waiting for the program to open. I almost feel like my argument of which one takes longer is irre- is irrelevant at this point. It's yeah. what one do you know better? Yeah. I mean, really. And that can make a, um, that, I mean, as far as which one gets tuned quicker, it it can come down to just, you know, like you said, which one are you more knowledgeable about? Yeah. But dude, Wow. After holding uh, opinions, mm-hmm. I have to take back almost everything, single thing that I said about it. Ooh. It felt way better in my hands. That it's got that kind of semi-rubbery feeling. 
I thought it looked like cheap plastic. Did not have that feeling. It had weight to it. Uh, the screen was super clear. The switch spacing was awesome. I put it in my hands, and it was instantly comfortable. Man. To the point nice. where I actually sat back and went, I could see myself flying this. I would almost say to the point that if V-Bar came out with a new mini V-Bar, like I'm so done with this separate sensor thing. It's just, uh, I, I I don't buy it. Sorry. Well played. That that was Thank a good you. fart yeah. sound. That was nice. Thank you. I, Thank you. I'm I'm done with the separate sensor, and I'm also done with the whole like half-assed mini V bar where the bussing can't handle a seven. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Oh well, you got to watch about this or using this. Well, it'll work with this and this, but not with that. Screw it. Put enough ports in it. Make a new one, and make it work across all hookups. If they had that. I would probably fly V-Bar, which might be. So is any just, well, we know, Justin, you're just like your impulse potential for buying is probably the largest range out of anyone. What do you, I don't understand what you mean by that. Well, I mean that you could go and come back with anything. Oh, <laughs> like it's not, I'm going I'm not to look sure and maybe buy a new radio. That. Justin could come back and be like, dude, I think I'm going to go for a, uh, you know, maybe a radio and some servos. And he'll come back with like a gasser, a scale, and three speeds or something. Like yeah, that. you're right. Yeah. There is but, extreme potential for copious amounts of spending. Yes. So, but is there anything that you guys are specifically <laughs> going for? Like, I'm going to hold off buying this until I can get one at Urcha, maybe on a sale price, or once I see it and I'm okay with it, then I'm going to buy it. I'd say the MZ24 Gropner radio for right yeah. now. That's, I mean, e e quite frankly, even if they don't have a sale price, Nick, I could see myself getting it in my hands and feeling good about it and just, you know, it's already, it's only 500 bucks to begin with, and if they're selling it, I, like I expect a spree model will probably be there, and they, they'll probably have some because they've been pushing them hard. And it's a situation where, like, we're there for how long? Tuesday through Sunday? So it's not like I can't go and do the Speed Cup with my Futaba and then spend the rest of the weekend on some off time getting the Gropner set up on the Speed and putting in some test mm -hmm. flights on the flight line. Yeah, I mean, I would feel nice. really good about that. It's nice. Yeah, I would say not necessarily that I'm going to Urcha in hopes to get that, but it's similar in you know similar to Justin the V bar radio because I'm sitting here with you know four helis, three of them having V bars on it already, which I love and have no and in, uh, no intention of switching out anytime soon. They're all flying great, and mm -hmm. only an icon on one heli, which it would really take not much effort at all to switch that over to either a mini or a full-size v-bar i'm not gonna lie it would be I, it is definitely something i could see myself potentially coming home with yeah what's the price fair. on that thing again jesse i want to say yeah it's it's quite a bit wasn't a it like 99.95 wasn't <laughs> so it that's seven? that's a pretty sizable investment i mean as an impulse buy 750 you're not messing around or would it be impulse if i'm already considering it Yes. Yes. Of yes. course. Because <laughs> the reason why you you pulled the trigger 
at Urcha instead of just buying one right now from an online shop is because you got to put your hands exactly. on it. Exactly. You got to feel in, it, though. No, but it's also, dude, don't fool yourself. You're in the moment. Yeah. Nope. I mean, you're nope. in like in heli nirvana. Nope. You got to sleep on it. No. My he room. does, dude. He's like almost impervious to that. That's my room. That's ridiculous. You got to sleep on it. BS. At least one night. I'm not even, every single purchase that I've probably almost ever made, you got to sleep on it one night. Really? Seriously? Yeah. Nope. <laughs> it has served me well, Justin. Has well, served hey, me well. whatever works for you. I, For the record, I tend to be pretty meticulous about my purchases, as Nick can attest. That said, when we're in the flesh and, like, it's sitting in front of me, I love me some impulse. Hey, but luckily, Urch is more than one night, so... That is there true. you That's go. That's a big. That's it. It's probably so, <laughs> better because I'll have some time to plan I'll, I'll it out. I'll see it the first, you know, the first day I'm there, and the next day I'll buy it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So. There you go. Yeah, I think for me, I know this is going to sound weird, but I would like to see in person, maybe check out the setup software in person, just to kind of get an idea. I'm mildly, and I say mildly because I'm, I'm being open, mildly intrigued about the Spartan. Okay. Yeah. I would like to take, I would like to take a look at the data pod and the software, um, you know, get a little bit more hands on time with that. Uh, like Justin, the Gropner, I would like to take a look at, uh, you know, the, the 10 J I, 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 I think it's different. From the 8FG. There's stuff that I like, stuff that I don't like, but, you know, like you said, there's, it's just, it's so valuable to be able to put it in your hands. I put it in my hands, turned it on, found out the features, and within an hour, I had pretty much made up my mind that I don't, I think that I would take it over the 8FG, but I don't think that I would spend money on it. How about that? That's fair. Yep. So I hope to resolve some some wonderings at Urcha. That's kind of like my See, that's what it's all about. Yeah. yeah, dude. Yeah, go and be like, "Wow, I thought that I would really like that and no It turns thank out you. I don't. Yeah. Yeah, kind of like, you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of the whole the, you know, when we looked at the E700, it was like, "Oh my god, that is the ugliest helicopter in the world." With the landing gear and the guppy mm-hmm. chin on the canopy. After I got it, I never, I don't even notice. Wait, you don't it. still think that? I, yeah, <laughs> but I don't notice it. It, it, it seriously, when I put it out there, it just looks like a normal yeah. helicopter. So I think there's something to be said. Well, yeah, it's, about it, that. I don't know if we're, you know, there's no other place to see that many products, old and new, at in one weekend. Yep. So I agree. Something to take and advantage Hallie's, of. You know, I we got to see. Uh, Kenny's KDS, I'd like to spend a little bit more time really looking at that. Um, that's, boy, that little one. God, I hope they have that yeah. one. Yeah. The chase. I Yeah, that's a good point, Nick. I'm really looking forward to seeing what that thing's all about. Do you think, I don't think they'll have it there ready, will they? You mean to sold? sell? I, you know, now that you mention that, I'm going to have to look on the internet again, but I'm pretty sure I saw a link in Facebook 
for the Chase 360 price on like a, a UK site. And I don't know if it was a pre-order or not. But they may, I don't know, they may. Well, I've I've heard of companies doing that before. Like they'll put out the pre-order date, you know, right then and there where you can order it, but they will have say 50 of them at Urcha. Yep. You know, just to sell. Actually, I think that Thunder Tiger did it with the E700 last year. They had 100 of them. That's there. right. Like and experience they sold them had 100 all, of them they? there. Yep. Oh, and here. then they were doing orders. So yep. I just searched and I found there's an Australian hobby shop that has pre-orders right now. Says the regular price is going to be 370 and the current ETA is mid-August 2014 for the first batch. So I would not be surprised, Nick, if that's what they did. If maybe they gave a couple of kits away and then had like a super small quantity of you can buy it right now. Yeah, I I think it'd be pretty cool. It's wow, that's pretty impressive. This one. This is actually kind of more like news, but still let's we're talking about it. 665 and it's a ready to fly kit. Wow. With the fly barless controller. Is that now does that have the the E bar yep. on it? Motor, ESC, E bar, servos, blades, Dang. everything. Oh, sorry, no blades included. But still It's kind of weird. That's like the Usually it's a, the first included thing. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I don't know what that's all about. I wonder, I'm kind of wondering about the E-Bar. It seems to be, well, nah, I'm not going to say that. Because now that I think about it, all the people that have said it was great were all team pilots. <laughs> it seems to be really good. <laughs> yeah. Imagine that. Hmm. I haven't heard anything bad about it, though. How about that? Yeah, that's true. So an, another thing about Urcha is we've never been to a fun fly just with that many people, whether it be pilots or spectators. Um, how do you think you know that's going to change things? I guess just for the overall event and how much you know how much stuff's going on. Are we going to even be able to take it all in? I've I've no idea. From what I've heard. We don't have a snowball chance in hell in taking it all in the first year. It's yeah. just going to be completely overwhelming. Yeah. I don't with think that we many know people. what we're getting ourselves into. Yep. And then with our obligations as well, I think that's going to, you know, Limit. that that might be a little bit of a blessing, though. Because, you know, if, we're, if we are, <laughs> I say forced, that sounds horrible. Because we're going there and we want to do this. But if we are obligated to be... You know, like we had talked about, just so everyone kind of knows, we're going to be, you know, we're doing numerous podcasts throughout each day. Three, I think, is what about what we're shooting for. Mm -hmm. But then what we're going to do is we're always going to have a couple of us hanging out at the tent, and we're just going to kind of rotate. A couple of guys are going to go out on a golf cart, go mingle, go give, you know. I mean, hey, it's our first Urcha too, so we want to be out and, and yeah. be able to see and interact. 
And then a couple guys will stay at the tent to help answer questions. You guys can stop, say hi, whatever. But I think that that will almost, it, it puts us into a spot where we can only be so overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, we still got to get the job done. Yeah, absolutely. So I think that it might actually kind of help with not just like, oh my yeah, gosh, do I just walk around all day? Do I just yeah. do this all day? You know? Yep. Because we just won't have a lot of, we won't have the options. But I'm, you know, I'm excited. I'm excited to meet the people. We have been talking with and networking with and, I mean, messaging back and forth, emailing, calling on the phone. So many people over the last, I mean, I'm even going to go way back and say like four years that are going to be there that I've never met. Yeah. And not not just pro pilots and vendors, but like the listeners, the the friends that we've all made online. So, Jesse, I think I found the one for you. The one what? The one heli that'll pull you away from flying that other brand. Oh, yeah? Seriously, man. I've got hundreds of flights on my Blade 700X, and I am blown away at how maintenance-free it is. Now, I know you're the type of pilot to put some serious flights in during the year, and I really think this will not only meet, but exceed your expectations in quality and performance. Well, I suppose I better head over to bladehelis.com and take a closer look at that 700X. We were, uh, oh man, you want to talk about some comic relief in the middle of the week. So, we have a group of listeners. I'm going to give you guys a little bit of a shout out. These are the warm weather dicks of Arizona. Yes. And they have quite a um, a humorous little Facebook group for the group of them. And how we got included <laughs> in it, I don't know. But, you know, they call that, that, that's where the name came from, was us pitching them crap about it. And they, <laughs> they had this discussion where one of the newer members down there well, obviously didn't really know where it all came from, was like, so... I was thinking maybe we should change our name to something a little less offensive and vulgar, and it just took off. That is the greatest conversation ever. It was so funny because I just sat back and I'm like, well, I I actually kind of see where the guy's coming from, you know, and I almost replied like, oh, this dude's a planker to put a little fuel on the fire, but they just took off with it. And what? You know, I wanted to say something because these guys are not only just a really cool group of guys, but, you know, they're they're great supporters of the show. And they are, like, I, I sit back and I enjoy reading their banter and their chat back and forth because they are kind of just like the, you know, the textbook what this hobby is about to me, which is a bunch of grown guys just screwing off, laughing, joking, and having fun. And they really represent who we are and what we are and what we believe in. Um, so, yeah, yeah they're a super active Facebook group. I mean, I, of all the, the pings that I get on Facebook daily, 
uh, it's always it's always cool to go and see what conversation they've got going on. There's always yeah. someone posting, hey, did you see this or take a look at this video or so on and so forth. And they use it also to coordinate flying. I mean, they're like, yep. I don't know what, 10, 12, 15 of them. They're just a nice tight knit group of warm weather dicks. Yep. You got it. Now, also on that, uh, since we're talking about groups of individuals, I I wanted to give a big thank you. You know, there is a club uh, called the Field of Screams Helicopter Club down in the Portland area that have been, you know, they have been really, really supportive of us here in the Northwest. We have, you know, we've, the Northwest is very kind of unique and that we, we've taken the attitude and kind of everyone in doing the best that we can to promote, you know, not just our, you know, what we are doing or our club or this club or that club, but it's been to promote the Northwest as a whole, you know, to try and not just grow a, a single event, but to grow all of the events and really put the Northwest on the map as far as flying. Because, I mean, let's face it, we get, we don't get a lot of time you know, to fly up here that's in the sun anyway. But, you know, these guys down in the Portland area, they're just, they're awesome guys. You know, we've got Sean Hempel, uh, Keith freaking Morris. Keith you know, freaking down Morris. <laughs> I really, Keith. Dr. FPV. I, I envy your name. I think that is the most awesome nickname ever. Yeah, Keith I get no fly. He gets freaking. Yeah, man, <laughs> come on. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, if you guys are in the Portland area and haven't found a club yet, or if you're traveling to the Portland area looking for a place to fly, uh, look up the Field of Screams Club because they are cool guys, definitely into the hobby for, you know, what it's all about. And uh, you guys, you know, thank you. We really appreciate you guys supporting the nation. And uh, so, yeah. Yes, thanks, thank man. you guys. Super cool dude. Yeah. You know what I think we should do? I'm feeling kind of bored. So I think... I think that we should give something away. Dan's not here. I mean... Oh, we have free reign completely. We can kind of do what we want. So which heli of Dan's are we going to give away? (laughs) (laughs) I've seen his maintenance schedules, and I don't know if that's yeah. A, that would be more of a curse than now, a gift. Now hold on, hold on. It's 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 free. They know what they're getting into here. Free. They think they with do. strings attached, lots of strings. <laughs> so I don't know. What do you guys think? I think we should give. Dude, stuff we gotta away. give some away. Yeah, I mean, it's been a long time since we've given something away. Now, I, now, not including the fun fly where we gave a lot of stuff away, but oh, but citizen giveaway, right? Yeah. It's been a couple months, man. We've been slacking. Jesse, what do we have, man? All right. So to give away. Now, this is going to be one of those random winner, winner, chicken dinner, citizen. Winner, winner, chicken oh, dinner. yeah. Giveaways, and you know, I think this time, so something that any person in the hobby can use is a charger. I mean, don't you guys agree? That's a pretty universal, doesn't matter what size heli you fly, 
what brand, you know, whatever. Anyone can use a charger. Everyone has to have a charger. Exactly. I agree completely. So this time, we have got a PowerLab PL6 to give away. Oh, Isn't that nice. right, guys? I think that what what better way to celebrate the uh, recent uh, sponsorship of the show from Rev Electrics than to give away one oh, of their Oh, dude, cars. good point. That's right. Absolutely. I think it's perfect timing. We all know I absolutely love the crap out of mine. Yeah. So let's, let's share that. And so when... How are we doing this, you know Jesse? What, so you know what I think we should do, guys, is I think we brought this up this week. Let's let's set a date, and let's go for next week on the show. We're going to do a live drawing announcement. What We're going to do it live on the show. We're going to announce the winner of this awesome charger. Because that'll be last one before Urcha, right? That's that's right, yeah. dude. So what, well, then we better do it Episode next week. 148. Yeah, so what we'll do is, you know, Friday when we record the show at the exact, basically at the exact moment that we're getting ready to draw everyone that is signed up to that point forward eligible in the drawing. And we're going to do it completely random and, you know, we're going to give this thing away. I think that the the timing on that is perfect. It gives uh people ch- if you're not signed up uh as a citizen Get signed up. It's only ten bucks. It's a lifetime sort of a deal. Get you eligible for all these drawings. Also, don't forget to everyone that is at Urcha, even if you don't physically have your card, we are going to have all the cards that we've got so far there. Citizen uh, membership gets you twenty percent off all the apparel, shirts, hats, the whole it's deal. Like you buy a so, hat and a shirt, and your citizen card is paid for, and you're even. <laughs> And you get entered into all of these awesome, uh, yeah, awesome giveaways that we do. So yeah, let's. I think we should do that next week. Give those a chance. The the new listeners that we've got, man, we got a huge wave recently. I don't know if it's just because our urch is coming up or what, but give them a week to get in there, get signed up, and then we'll give it away next week. Everyone's downloading, dude, so that they can listen to past shows that they've missed on their way to yeah, on the trip. You know, that is so funny because it, it's... It always... It, every year. It's it's a truth. We, yeah. you know, we get to see the download numbers every month. And, and I remember, was it last year or the year before? I think it was the year before last. It was last. two years ago, yeah. It was just like, all of our jaws just hit the floor. It was like it like oh, doubled in my one month. Gosh, this is impossible. What the heck? And so we actually started making phone calls. I mean, we thought that we might even have like a bot or something, you know, like some sort of virus that was just trying to bog down the site. But what it was is it was the listeners stacking up and loading up on all the podcasts putting them on all their phones, computers, iPods, everything else for these big long ass drives to Urcha so that they could just like catch all back up and laugh the whole way over there and kind of, you know, get all pumped up in the heli mood and everything. So there's a little idea for you guys. Uh, if you have a long drive that you are not looking forward to, uh, share it with us. We'll, we'll give you some laughs and some jokes and you can always laugh at Justin. Oh, dude. Seriously? <laughs> I went there. No, it's true. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, you can always laugh at Justin's misfortune. <laughs> and the no fly. And, and being beaten down by his supposed friends about not flying. No, if you guys want the best laugh of all laughs, go back and find the episode where Justin superglued yeah. his finger <laughs> in his oh. Dude, I still get, like, probably a few comments from listeners a month about, in fact, in fact, hold on, just, just wait a second. I got a listener shout-out to make here. Bear with me. Ben Pennington, I just got an email from you today, sir, and it reads, I've been going back through all the old episodes on my long commutes to work, and I love the show. When you described CAing your finger inside your nose, I laughed so hard I had to pull over. (laughs) I, I kid you not, I get maybe... An email or two a month talking about me super gluing my finger into my nose. I can still remember the pain. Nicely done. I can still remember the pain of ripping my finger and a good portion of the nose hairs in that particular nostril out. (laughs) So, Uh, yeah. Hey, that's what we're here for. Catch up on some old shows, laugh with us, laugh at us, and then come by the booth and hang out and let's have some fun. You bet. Yeah. And uh, for those of you who are attending, uh, planning wise, uh, you know, we don't really have this was asked what time, what time, what time? Uh, Like I said, we're going to be doing the numerous podcasts throughout the day. They're just going to be short ones. And uh, for the whole point of this is so that all of you poor schmucks, and I can say this because for once it's not us, who aren't going to be there, uh, the idea we're going to do about three of these a day. They are going to be edited right there on the fly with a minimal amount of editing and uploaded right then and there. So once we get into starting Wednesday of Urcha, uh, you know, so say noonish. You guys start looking for these episodes because starting about then, all the way through, well, Sunday, I'm guessing that the Saturday night one will be up Sunday-ish? No, I don't know about that. I don't want to make that claim. Yeah, as as Dan has just fallen out of his chair during the edit. (laughs) Sunday morning, 6 a.m., there'll be a show up. Dan, you can do that I don't know about the Saturday night one. Because the, the Saturday night one's going to be big. But the point is is that you know you guys will be getting numerous podcasts every single day, all throughout the day, to be able to keep up with us and our Urch experience, as well as we're going to be doing interviews, uh, you know, moseying around, talking to people. So definitely don't just download that show Monday morning and be like, ah, I'm good, don't have to worry about it till next Monday. No, 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 no. You're going to be missing out on a lot which will also give us an opportunity for you guys to be kind of interactive with us. Uh, We will be mobile as far as, you know, having internet and all that good stuff. So, you know, send us messages. If you have anyone that you want us to talk to, laugh and joke, BS, whatever you want to do, we will do our best to kind of maintain in touch with the rest of the world. Saturday night, 
is going to be the big one. Now, I don't have an exact hour because there's going to be kind of a, you know, these live podcasts in the evening have to be timed real properly. We don't want to cut into anything on either end. Uh, I will say look for it about dusk-ish. That would be the best thing. We try and get them started, uh, you know, about dinner time after people are kind of done flying and end them obviously before the massive night competition Saturday night. So if you're at Urcha, check us out. Like Justin said, East Flight Line Saturday. We are going to be doing the full live podcast there, get a huge crowd going. And I do believe we're going to actually have some pretty badass giveaway stuff there as well. Yep. I think yeah. so. Maybe. Oh, boy. What do you think? Should uh, should we call it? I think we should. I, well, I, I just have a couple quick things. Oh, oh. Go for it. So for one, I just want to mention that our listeners are awesome. Because this last week, I'm sitting here going over my Urcha plans Going, all right, get everything packed. Okay, that's not a problem. Send the helis with you guys. Check. Flight to... Flight I love to how he just kind of glosses over that one, Nick. Yeah, yeah just send all, yeah, my, crap send with all you my stuff with you guys. Check. Okay, uh, it's, keep st- going. it's still within the we're, limits we're, of, we're of following what you, you... You know, I'm done. <laughs> come on you you guys made that sound bad but you you gave me a limit of stuff i could send and i'm within that so that it's did, fine did we give you a limit i did oh yeah, yeah? Oh, oh i did what was the limit i think two, two helis yep okay that's it's a two heli limit that's reasonable two helis except for me i'm bringing three i guess nick gets to bring three which we didn't discuss but whatever. i may be bringing three home yeah, Justin's <laughs> yeah. bringing none there, so he can bring. Everyone three only home. gets to bring one because Justin is going to bring home eight. Yeah, yeah so, exactly. <laughs> so anyway, so I'm getting all this. I'm going through my little checklist. Like, okay, am am I ready for Urcha? And then all of a sudden, it dawns on me. Oh crap! How am I going to get from the airport to the field? And this Urcha is now, like we mentioned, nine you know nine ten days away. And so I put up a little post on Facebook, and man, the response was incredible. Um, probably within an hour and a half, I had 10 to a dozen um, responses and emails. So I just wanted to say thanks to everyone um, for the offer. It looks like I have definitely got my plans uh, squared away. And so luckily, my... So uh, when are you rolling in anyway? When am I rolling in? Yeah, when are you going to be there? I'm assuming probably Friday around noon is when Friday I will noon, realistically dude. be able to get to Urcha. Better, oh. better late than never is is the approach I'm I'm trying to take. I mean, un- unfortunately, the way it kind of pans out for me, I would absolutely love to take off with you guys on Monday, and that would be my ideal 100%. That's what I want to do. Unfortunately, that week happens to be the very last week of my internship, which is a fairly short 12-week internship, and it's not like I can just say, all right, guys, I'm taking the entire last week off. How's that sound? <laughs> That's going to be great. Yeah, well, I think it job. sounds awesome, dude. And by the way, guys, I'd really love to have a job here. <laughs> so, okay, you make a fair point. Uh, unfortunately... 
that that's just not that's not in the cards this year. Luckily, I do have a four ten schedule, so I work Monday through Thursday, which allows me to catch that last flight out Thursday night and get there on Friday without missing any work. Uh, given my final presentation at my internship and working all the way through, so and yeah, that that's about the best I can do. So not ideal, not what I would have preferred. And I can tell you this right now: in the future, it's not how it's going to go down. But this year, that's just kind of how it has to be. So I that's that's what I got to live with. Suppose. And honestly, you can judge me all you want, but it doesn't change anything. (laughs) 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 You can make any comment you would like. It does not change a dang thing. So, yeah. No, I I get that one. That one, I just got to suck it up this year. It's going to suck, and I I wish I could be there earlier on, but it can't happen. So, and secondly, I just want to make a very quick and brief update So I've gotten some feedback on the N7 review from last week, and I actually want to make a correction um, to the review. So I hit a little bit on having to shim the motor due to the pinion to main gear mesh being a little bit tight um, with the YS motor right out of the box. Mm -hmm. And I'm actually happy to say that when you purchase your kit today, when you go ahead and buy the N7, motor shims will be included. That is oh, no. that is oh, not sweet. something that you have to worry about any longer. So if you do build the heli, um, and motor shims happen to be required for that motor, you're gonna find them right inside the kit. So no longer for nice. them. no longer an issue there. That has been all taken as care of right of. now. If you buy a kit, yep. As of right now, if you purchase a kit, the correct motor shims will be in there to make sure that that mesh is gonna be perfect. Well on done, the Matt. pinion to main gear. So that's awesome. BK Servos offer a value not yet seen in the industry. For less than $100, you get a super fast servo with plenty of torque. Lightweight, compact, and unique CNC design with excellent centering. There is just nothing on the market like this today. So if you want to experience great value and industry-leading support, head over to www.bkservo.com and check them out. Okay, so Justin, if anyone wanted to get a hold of you, how would they do that? They could send an email to my spam folder at Justin <laughs> at rchelination.com, or they could log on to Facebook and send me a private message or post on my wall. Jesse? You could send me an email at jesse at rchelination.com, or... You could also catch me on Facebook. Great way to get in contact quick and you know something I check pretty regularly. Cool. And you guys could get a hold of me at Nick at RCHelionation.com or on Facebook as well. I've got my Facebook page, Nick RCHN there. Um, I will give you a fair warning that I am ridiculously backed up and behind on emails. <laughs> I have seen them, guys. I am not ignoring you. This is just a very bad time right now. Um, so I apologize. I will eventually get back to you. It'll probably be all irrelevant by that time. But uh, know that I'm not pushing anyone out on purpose. Uh, you can get a hold of Dan at dan at rchelionation.com. 
Again, if you have any events to be posted on the website, please get all your events in. You can send all the information to Dieter. That's D-E-A-T-E-R at rchillynation.com. Dieter will get those posted up for you. Man, thank you. Thank you guys for all the support. Oh, dude. One more quick announcement, and then we got to get. I We're never have, done, dude. Yeah. I know. You talk all it's night. Just, I know, I know, I know. Um, There are two companies that have Ooh. said, you know what? You guys do your thing, and you go, you just go do it in your badass way that you do it. Not a Scorpion Power System and Progressive RC. These guys yeah. steps up. They believe in what we are doing. And they said, you know what? Not only do we think you guys kind of got it going on, but we think that you guys are going to go and rule Urcha. So thank you, Scorpion. And thank you, Progressive, for uh, supporting us and this Urcha trip. Uh, it is going to be uh, just phenomenal. I'm, and I'm so excited to be able to get out there and to meet everyone and to just, you know, do our thing and, and bring what we do to Urcha. And with the help of Scorpion and Progressive, uh, we are able to do that. So, huge shout out. Thank you, guys. We do really appreciate that. And on that note, I say we out. All right, guys. guys, This has has been been episode number 147. We We sure hope you enjoyed enjoyed listening listening to this episode episode as much as we enjoyed making it. it. Peace out. Take it easy. See you next week. Talk to you next week. Take that, Dan. <laughs> yeah, edit that one Put out. Put that one in the bag of tricks. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> this has been a production of RC Heli Nation LLC and is brought to you by KDE Direct, Soco Heli Tools, Progressive RC, Genzase Batteries, Blade Helicopters, BK Servos, and... Rotary Wing RC. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, please feel free to send us an email.